not just an incredible individual while she was here with us, a soul winner, a worker for God, a Bible study teacher, but she has become one of the greatest missionaries that the United Pentecostal Church has, hands down. She has, when she went to Spain, she learned the Spain language, Spanish, I think they call it. Uh, <laughs> and she went there and started several churches there. They're still functioning. And then God called her over to Portugal. And I thought Portugal spoke uh, Spain, Spanish, until I started traveling to Brazil. Your pastor's been traveling to Brazil for uh, close to 10 maybe 12 years now, and we built churches there and had many, many mission conferences there. We learned that they don't, I started speaking Spanish to them, all nine words uh, that I know, and then found out that they don't speak Spanish. They speak, I call it Portuguese. Is that what it's called? Okay, so I actually call it right. And Sister Tresina, uh, when I found out she was going to be coming in, I was so excited. Her mother has gone back to school and has gotten her associate's degree. Isn't that awesome? And is, is graduating or has graduated already. And Tresina did not want to miss that unbelievable accomplishment with her mom. So while in town, I said, no way am I going to let you come here and not minister to this wonderful congregation that loves you so much. Will you put your hands together for my very own Tresina Anderson, missionary to Portugal. Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands and lift our voices and let's just worship Jesus. Let's just give him the praise. Hallelujah for the great and mighty things that he has done. He is awesome. He's wonderful. He's holy. He's our God. He's our friend. He's everything to us. And we give him the praise. Let's honor him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today is Christmas Sunday, but we know that here every Sunday is Christmas Sunday because every Sunday we celebrate Jesus and his mighty, wonderful works. We worship you, Jesus. We celebrate you, Lord. We give you all of the glory and the honor. You are the only God, the only, the only all-powerful, mighty God. We worship you. We glorify you. We exalt you. Isn't it wonderful to praise the Lord? Isn't it great to be in his presence? Hallelujah. It's so wonderful to lift him up. Come on, shout out a praise. Shout out a praise. Shout it out. Hallelujah. Enjoy his presence. He's here. Enjoy his love. Oh, he's so wonderful. He is worthy. He is worthy. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We exalt you, mighty God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord for the 
opportunity to be home at my home church with my home church family, my home church awesome pastor, amen, and family, and Sister Kyle, and everybody. I love you guys so much. This is the, the best church in all of the world, amen? Isn't this so? Does anyone agree? Yes? All of the world, amen. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm pastoring, but I'm from here, so I could say that, you know, because it's true. Amen. And if you, if you know anyone that lives in Palm Beach County that doesn't come here, you need to let them know that they're going to the wrong place wherever they're going, because this is the most awesome church in the county and in the world. Amen. Praise God. This is true. I hope you realize, I hope you realize what I'm saying. I always say it because it's true. Amen? Praise the Lord. Well, you may be seated. It's an awesome, awesome opportunity to be here. I congratulate my mom. I put the pictures on Facebook and everybody saw it. Amen? And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to come and to be here and to just celebrate Christmas with everyone. Amen? Praise God because Jesus is here. He came, and he's alive and well today, and everything that we do, it's because of Jesus, it's because of our God, and we celebrate Christmas every day, and today we're celebrating it Portuguese style, amen? Praise God. Se alguém aqui fala a língua portuguesa, eu quero que você levanta a mão e diz, Glória a Deus! Em nome de Jesus Cristo, o Rei de Reis, o Senhor dos Senhores, glorificado seja nosso Deus. Amém? We need more Portuguese people here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Bless brother and sister Vieira. Amen? We're praying for the Lord to send them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you. I'm going to show you some pictures real quick so I don't take up too much time. Praise God. Okay, praise the Lord. So I'm going to look here. I just wanted to tell you what's going on, so what's happened so far. I've been in Portugal for three years now, and thank you, Jesus. And I now speak Portuguese, as you can see, and uh, praise the Lord. Um, got to the city of Portimao to plant a church, and the Lord opened the door to plant another one within a few months. And, um, you know, it's amazing what the Lord will do. It's shocking, shocking. I was like, what? Just me? But God, God you know, God does a lot of amazing things. And um, so far, we've baptized, in the time that I've been there, 33 people. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And 26 people have gotten the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. This year, this year, we're pushing, we're pushing in Jesus' name. We've had nine baptized, nine Holy Ghosts so far this year. And we're thanking the Lord in the cities of Portimao and Quarteira in the south of Portugal. When you're praying, and I have my flag, when you're praying, pray for Portugal. I have the flag and I'm praying every day to see my flag. Thank you, Jesus, if I could get it out of here. And just remember to pray for our country. You got to identify the flag. It's not Spain anymore. Well, Spain is still having revival, but you guys, we need you to start praying for Portugal. Amen? 
We want the same thing, just like it happened in Spain. We want it to start happening in Portugal. Amen. And so Tabernacle of Pentecost, you're the reason why there's so much great revival in Spain. So please help us out so we can have revival in Portugal too. With the prayers, and I thank you so much for giving and for blessing. It's just been awesome. So there, we're trying to get the pictures on there if it's possible. And so what we're doing right now is we're having prayer uh, on a weekly basis. Um, sometimes we, we're, we're trying to push to get people to come. And even if they don't come, we're still praying because that's the basis of the great revival. Amen. So we're doing prayer on a weekly basis. So please remember to pray for Portugal. We're giving Bible studies to whoever comes up that wants a Bible study. And God has chosen a unique way to get contacts into the, into the church because, you know, I moved to Portugal. I didn't speak Portugal, Portuguese. I don't know what's going on over there. It's a new country, new culture. I'm like, how, how do you reach these people? What do you do? And the Lord's been helping because that's what God does. He leads you. And so he told me to teach English. You know, I'm a teacher here from Florida, a certified teacher, so I like to teach. And so he told me to teach English. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm starting a church. I'm doing services. And the Lord's saying, teach English. And then when I saw that there was nobody there, I got the message. And I started to teach English. Amen? God knows how to get your attention. Praise God. And so we went up and we put flyers everywhere and we started, people started coming because they want to learn English and God wants me to teach them English. And so in our English classes, we have Holy Ghost moves in the English class. Amen? We, we have counseling, we have prayer, we have all kinds of people that would never even want to come to church, but they want to come to English class and at the beginning of the class we pray. And then after that, we sing and then we read and all of those things, it's all about Jesus. And you're, they're singing to Jesus in English. And it's, it's so wonderful because, you know, I just love it when we get to the singing part. And that's their favorite, favorite part of the class. And sometimes I'm like, oh, gosh, we got to learn English. And I, skip, I try to skip over the singing and they don't want to skip over it. And we sing to Jesus. We glorify Jesus and we get into it. Amen? Praise God in English. Thank you, Jesus. And so they thought they were going to escape, you know, but they're still learning about Jesus. And so that that's what we've been doing and, you know, slowly waiting for results. And all of a sudden, we, had a, we decided we're going to have a Holy Ghost day because I'm going back. I started in campus ministry at FAU. You guys remember? And so I'm trying to remember what did we do because there was revival down there. <laughs> Praise God. And we had a Holy Ghost day. So we thought, about, we thought we taught about Holy Ghost. And, you know, this is a different kind of circumstance over there. And so we said we're going to have a Holy Ghost day. We hadn't had anyone, the Holy Ghost in that city yet. Or maybe two people only. And so we wanted more. And we had a Holy Ghost day. And one of the students, she hadn't come to class in like three months. She said she doesn't know what happened, but she had to come to class today. She came to class, and we tricked them into coming to the service afterwards. Praise God. And she got the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Praise God. Hallelujah. There, her picture is on there somewhere. The, the pictures are up. As she scroll down, I'll tell you when, it, when it's her. Amen? And, and, and so she got the Holy Ghost, and we've been 
uh, some, some more people are coming in. One guy named Ruben from Portugal he, in the north. He came and he got the Bible study about the Holy Ghost and about baptism. He got baptized. And then he called his friend from up north and he gave her a Bible study over the phone. And she came and she got baptized. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So this summer we had some young people come to Portugal and they really helped us with prayer and with um, working for Jesus, and they beat up on the devil, praise God. And Portugal hadn't seen prayer like that before. We went into one lady's house, and the other lady came running out of the bathroom because she thought something was wrong. They never heard Holy Ghost praying. So we're, we're, put, we're taking Pentecost to Portugal. Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My family got to come and visit me this year for... For, um, for, for, birth, for my birthday, and they got to help. My uncle was singing in the church, and we're like, I could get used to this. <laughs> Praise God. We're, we did service in the park in a third city, the city of Faro, which is the capital city of the region on the south. And we, did, we started, we wanted to have church there because you have to conquer the capital, and we didn't have a way, so we said we're going to do it in the park. And we started in the park. But in the summertime, one of the guys that got baptized, after a while I couldn't find him. I'm calling, where is Irmão Victor? Onde está? Irmão Victor. And, and finally, he called me back, and he said, I'm in Fado. And we're like, what are you doing in Fado? He said, I'm working in Fado. So I said, we're coming down there tomorrow, because it was at night that he called. So the next day we went to Fado. We met up with Victor, and Victor said, he said, why don't we start a church down here? I was like, I didn't tell him. I'm like, does he know that we've been praying all year long for a church down here? And he's like, you know, my cousin has a restaurant. And upstairs, he never uses it for anything. We should have church up there. Hallelujah. And I'm just in shock because I'm like, how does this brother doesn't know that we've been praying all year long? We tried it in the park and everything. So now in January, we're going to start having services on top of the restaurant in Fado. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give God the praise. If you keep praying all year long, God's going to answer the prayer. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to the Lord. And what we're going to do, we're going to try to have a graduation for, for, for English class. We're gonna, I'm going back at the, uh, on Saturday, and on Monday we're going to have an end-of-year dinner we're trying to start, get a way to get people to come in. So we're going to give away a smartwatch. And it seems like it's working. I see people saying, I'm going to win. Because we got to figure out a way to get people to come to church. Because in the religion that's over there, you just go to church when you're, when you're born, when you're getting married, and when you die. So they're not used to going to church. So I got to try to convince them to come to church. Amen? So help me pray. Praise God. And I'm trying to get prizes <laughs> so we can give them out. So you got to figure it out. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we're planning to, we're going to try to bring young people to North American Youth Convention this year. We're trying. Amen? Praise God. And so let's give God the praise. We're going to stand up. And the Lord gave me a little message for us. And I'm go we're going to preach it together. It's Christmas. And you know what? It was impossible, all that whole Christmas story was impossible. Amen? It was impossible for a virgin to give birth to a baby. 
it was all impossible. So God, the message that he told me, he told me to tell you like this. He will do the impossible. Okay? So that's our message for today. So let's just read the scripture. Amen? Let's give God the praise just to hear what he's trying to tell us today. Let's just worship him about it. He will do the impossible. Amen? We serve a God of impossibilities. Amen? He said he will do the impossible. Tell somebody beside you, look him in the eyes, point your finger, talk it straight, and let them know he will do the impossible. That is the word for us today on Christmas Sunday, the kind of God that does impossible things. He's come to tell you today that in your life, he's going to do the impossible. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Lord gave me this scripture, so we're going to read it. Amen. Praise God. Zephaniah 3, 14 through 20. I asked the Lord what to preach. I was like, oh, no, I got to preach. And I was like, oh, God, you got to talk to me. So I was sitting in the Cuarteto church asking God to tell me, and he said he will do the impossible. And then I have the scripture. So if it doesn't go, it doesn't matter. This is the scripture that God wants me to read to you. So you just go ahead and receive it because that's what he told me to say. This scripture is for you and for me. He gave me this one. Amen? So it must go together because <laughs> this is the scripture that he gave me. Are you ready? Listen carefully. This is what Jesus wants to tell us at this time that we're finishing up the, the old year. We're going into the new year. It's Christmas. Jesus has a word for us in this scripture. And I'm going to read it to you and just receive it because it's ours. It says, Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all the hearts, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord hath taken away thy judgments. He hath cast out thine enemy. The king of Israel, even the Lord, is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not see any more evil anymore. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. In that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, praise God. In that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, fear thou not. And to Zion, let not thy hands be slack. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his voice. He will joy over thee with singing. This is what the Lord's telling us. For us, praise God. He said, I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden i mean he's he's just doing things here for us and he's doing it as we're reading the scripture and it says in verse 19 behold at the time i will undo say with me undo at 
the time I will undo all that afflict thee. Receive that now in Jesus' name. And I will, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I will save her that halteth, praise God, and gather her that was driven out. You see what God's telling us? Hallelujah, this is beautiful. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been to put to shame. He's turning things around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me read that part again. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. Verse 20. At that time will I bring you again, even in the time that I gather you, for I will make you a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. Wow, let's praise him for this. Write it down and go home and read it over and over. Hallelujah, let's praise him for this. Jesus, bless us with your word. Today, we are ready to receive all that you have pronounced over our lives. We receive it now in the name of Jesus. Bless your word as it goes forth for your glory and your honor. We believe it and we receive it and it is done in our lives today. Oh, we believe it and we receive it. Hallelujah. Great, great and mighty is my God. I receive your word. I receive your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your blessing on your word. And you may be seated if you choose in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you feel like you are in captivity? Is it that... Is, is that what you see before your eyes are evil? Is it so? Judgment, enemies, fear, sorrow, reproach, burden, affliction. Do you feel driven out? Do you feel shame? Do you feel like it's impossible to see a change and to get relief? Well, the Lord has come to tell you today that for you, he will do the impossible for you. He will do the impossible. God's talking to us. He's telling us this is the word from the throne of God for us today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. He will do the impossible for you. Hallelujah. He's going to turn it all around for you. He will do the impossible for you. Hallelujah. When you look at this phrase, it makes no sense. You can't really say that. You know, it, it, it makes no sense because 
There can be, there can no action be taken, taken in the case of an impossible situation. You can't do anything, so you can't put do and impossible together because it just doesn't work. Because if it's impossible, that means you cannot do it. And God is telling us here today that he will do the impossible. It makes no sense. Hallelujah. When you look at the Webster's Dictionary, uh, impossible means incapable of being incapable of being or incapable of occurring. Amen? So it can't happen. Hallelujah. Felt to be incapable or or to be or to be done or to be attained. It it, it cannot be. And it's extremely unlikely. Hallelujah. The Google dictionary for, for, for impossible says not able to occur or exist or be done. You just cannot do the impossible. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. But God's come to tell us today that he's going to do the impossible. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can you say do an impossible in the same sentence? But if you are Jesus, if you are Jesus, who is the almighty God, then you can say it and you can do it. Hallelujah. Woo! Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus looked at them and said, he looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So that's how that nonsensical sentence, that's how it's going to be happening. Hallelujah. Question for you. Do you have something that is impossible? Did God tell you that he would do something that makes no sense? Guess what? He can do it. And he's come to tell you today that he will do the impossible. He's going to do it. So you might as well start shouting now. Because what you thought could not happen. What the dictionary says cannot occur is gonna occur because there is someone called Jesus and he does the impossible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God can do the impossible. This is not some new concept or something that is unheard of. Have you ever heard of the parting of the Red Sea? That was impossible. It was impossible. It says in Exodus 14, 21, and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided, and the children of Israel went into the midst hallelujah, of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. 
that is impossible. It's impossible. And he's not through yet. He still does the impossible. And he's not telling you that maybe he'll do it. He's telling you today he will receive the word of God for your life today. He will do the impossible. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, it's not a new thing. Because the drying up of the River Jordan, I heard Brother Merritt said they baptized some people in the River Jordan. Praise God in Jesus' name. Well, the River Jordan one time, hallelujah, it's always flowing and full of water. But one day, hallelujah, Jesus dried up the River Jordan. It's not just the Red Sea. Hallelujah. You might have a Red Sea situation or you might have a River Jordan situation. It doesn't matter what it is. Both of them are impossible. And Jesus is going to dry it up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joshua 3. Hallelujah. Josh, Joshua 3, 17. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. Now, isn't that impossible? Dry ground in the midst of the Jordan? It makes no sense. But they stood on the dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clear over Jordan. He, hallelujah. He does the impossible. Hallelujah. This is not a new thing for Jesus. He does the impossible. Hallelujah. Praise God. And here's another instance. Hallelujah, in case you're not convinced yet. One more time. Hallelujah. It was in the book of Joshua 6.20. There was a city called Jericho. And it had a wall that was so big. And they needed to get in and claim it because God promised that city to them. But the walls were there. And he couldn't get the walls down. You know, it takes a long time to build those walls. When on Youth on Missions, we went to the Great Wall of China. They said it took hundreds of years to build the wall. It's a hard thing to just get the wall to fall. Hallelujah. But it says in Joshua 6.20, it says, so the Lord shouted when the priest, the, so the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout. <laughs> Hallelujah. That the wall fell down flat. The wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city every man straight before him and they took the city hallelujah that was impossible you can't just shout and the walls that are built for hundreds and thousands and we have walls over there in, in portugal we i was telling somebody that we went to to see the the temple that they built to diana in the roman times it's been there for more than 2,000 years, and the wall is still there. You can't just shout and walls come down. That's impossible. But Jesus does impossible things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You ever heard about the opening up of the prison doors? The people, they were just, uh, let, me, let me tell you about it. In Acts chapter 16, hallelujah, the prison, that was an impossible thing. 
In Acts chapter 16, hallelujah, verse 26, it said, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. It was impossible. They were just praising the Lord, you see. They were just shouting out, shouting. You, you don't know what you're doing when you were shouting earlier. Hallelujah. You don't understand what was going on. Hallelujah. If there was a prison in your life, it, the, the doors, uh, hallelujah, it broke open. Hallelujah. Something impossible happened for you today. When you shout and when you sing praise, don't miss church. Make sure, make sure you come to church. Make sure you're here and you're praising Jesus because that's what it's all about. You're going to get something impossible happen. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. They were just shouting and praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And don't undermate, underestimate the power of prayer. Because here was another prison situation. So it doesn't matter if you're in prison, like how they put Paul and Silas in prison. Or if you're in prison, like how they put Peter in prison. It doesn't matter which one of the impossible situations. Jesus is going to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 12, verse 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord came up upon him, and the light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. You know what was happening? Some brothers and sisters were in prayer meeting. They were in the house in prayer meeting. You make sure when somebody calls you up to pray, hallelujah, shake up yourself and go pray. Because you could be, step, you're going to be tapping into some impossible things. Hallelujah. He, he, was, he was in the prison and they were at the house praying. And then he showed up and the girl slammed the door in his face because it was impossible. Hallelujah. And she said, she said, Peter is there. And they said, that's impossible. But if you pray and if you have Jesus, he's here to tell you for you, he will do the impossible. The impossible. He will do the impossible for you. Hallelujah. Jesus has come to remind us today that he is the same God. He's the same God. He is the same God. He wants to remind you because you know, but you might have forgotten. So he wants to remind you he is the same God. The same God. He has not changed. And he still does impossible things. And that he will do something impossible for you. Are you stuck between a rock and a hard place? Like the children of Israel, he's going to part your Red Sea. Are you faced with a river Jordan, an obstacle that you just can't seem to figure out how to get past? He's going to dry up your Jordan for you. Are you faced with, a great, with, with great big walls that are keeping you away from your blessings? Hallelujah. Things that God has promised you, the walls are keeping you away. Are you faced with that? He will cause your Jericho to come tumbling down. Hallelujah. Have you been locked up in prison 
because of the enemy. Because the enemy is trying to stop you from preaching Jesus Christ. He will send an earthquake and he will set you free. He will put you on someone's heart for, for them to pray for you. And he will send an angel and they will smack you until you get up. The prison doors are open. It's time to get out. Come on, shout unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. So when, when does the impossible happen? When does the impossible happen? It happens when you need a miracle. And you or someone you know cry out to God. Or they cry out to God for you. Hallelujah. It's prayer. Hallelujah. The Red Sea. Hallelujah. It's about being obedient. Hallelujah. It's in the prison. It's about praising God. Hallelujah. It happens when you obey God's instruction. He told them, smite the water. And he smote the water. He told them, march around the wall seven times looking silly, but they obeyed. Hallelujah. You've got to start obeying. The word is being preached from this pulpit. You've got to start obeying if you want to see impossible things happen. You've got to start putting into practice what's being preached from this pulpit. And you're going to experience your impossible situations begin to happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we've got to obey the instructions for our lives. Hallelujah. In specific situations. It's doing what God asks you to do. The Jordan, the Red Sea, the Jericho. It happens when in the midst of your distress and in the midst of your impossibility, you take a praise break. Praise God. For Paul and Silas, they prayed and sang praises when they were supposed to be crying. Hallelujah. And moaning and groaning. They were supposed to be doing that. But they just sh started shouting. When you look at the Red Sea. When you look at the Jordan. When you look at the Jericho wall. When you just look on the situation. You just feel like crying. And throwing in the towel. And giving up. But you're not going to do that. You're going to take a praise break. And you're going to say. This is just impossible enough. For God to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the perfect scenario for me to see something impossible happen. And when you think about it like that, you got to shout. Because you're like, whoa, God's going to do it. It's impossible. I don't know how, but he's going to do it. So you just take a praise break and you just start praising God. How do I get the impossible thing to happen? Get desperate. Those children of Israel, when they looked one way and they looked the other way, they just started crying out because you just got to get desperate. Get serious about your blessing that you want. Get serious about this thing happening and call out to Jesus and cry out to God in desperation. Act like you really want it to happen. Start shouting out. Start crying out to God. Start getting serious about it. You've got to get desperate. Then you got to ask God to do it. Shout it out. Cry it out. Come on. Come on. He does it. And he said he's going to do it for you. So now is the time to get it done. And then you start to praise him for it. Get desperate. Shout it out. And start praising him for it. 
in the name of Jesus because it's already done. He will do the impossible. So we need revival in Portugal. It's uh, impossible. They've been doing it for many years. Hallelujah. But you know what? Shout it out. Get desperate. Cry it out. God's going to do it. Hallelujah. No matter what your situation is, it's already done. Because today he said he will do the impossible for you. Hallelujah. And you know what I have written down here? I have written down here, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's what I have written down. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. Because it says it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, that you ain't seen nothing yet. It said, but it is written, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. All of the impossible things are going to happen for you. So you better start shouting. You better start shouting. You better start crying out to Jesus. Come to this altar. Come on, let's come to the altar and just do what you got to do. Get desperate. Ask God for it. Praise him about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Bring that impossible situation before the God of that parted the Red Sea. Before the God that dried up the River Jordan. Before the God that made the Jericho Wall come down. Before the God that broke the prison doors. Bring up that prayer. Come on. Come running up here. Run up here. I'm telling you, he's going to do it for you today. Today is the day of your impossibility in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands and praise him for what he's telling you. Shout out and tell him, hallelujah, praise him for what he's telling you. Give him the praise, give him the praise for what he's doing. Hallelujah. Oh, what a beautiful word. What a beautiful scripture that he's given us. Oh, what a powerful message that he's telling you today. Receive it. Lift up your hands and tell God what your impossible situation is because he's going to do it for you. Come on, talk to him. Talk to him. Hallelujah. Today is the day. It's, it's another Christmas of impossibilities because that first Christmas it was pretty impossible what happened and today he's going to do some impossible things for you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 Oh, if you need healing in your body right now if you need healing in your body I want you to raise your hands if you need healing in your body you can't get any impossible than that. You can't get any more impossible than that, sister. You can't get any more impossible than that. But today, you came to the right place at the right time. And you're going to get your impossibility worked out. Come on up here. If you need a healing in your body, come on up here. Hallelujah. I want you to lay hands right where that need is in your body. Put your hand on it. Put your, your hand is anointed right now. Put your hand where the need for healing is. Yes, put your hand there. And I want you to speak to it. So if it's the vertebrae number L5 or L4, you're going to call it by its name and you're going to say number L4. And if it needs to turn to the right, you're going to tell it to turn to the right. I want you to take authority right now. 
Hallelujah. And we're going to pray for that sickness right now in your body. Come on, put your hand on it. Put your hand where it is. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, we're going to pray. You're going to speak to it, and you're going to tell it what to do, and it's going to obey you right now. Hallelujah. Your voices, your lips are anointed, and your hand is anointed, and you're going to speak to it. You're going to give it instructions on what it needs to do, and it's going to do it right now. Hallelujah. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. Every diabetes, every heart problem, every migraine problem, every problem, hallelujah, in the stomach, every problem in the reproductive organs, every problem, hallelujah, in the limbs, hallelujah. We speak to you right now and we command you in the name of Jesus to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. We command sickness to run from your body in the name. We command it to flee. Flee, flee in the name of Jesus. We command it to go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. We command healing, healing to flow in the bodies of the people that have their hands raised right now. We command healing virtue to flow from the crown of their head to the top, from the top of their head to the crown to their feet. We, we command it to flow. Healing, healing virtue flow. Flow. Yes. Be healed and be made whole right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, the God of impossibilities is working on your situation right now. Lift up your hands and give him praise. <laughs> Lift up your hands and give him praise. Come on, give him praise. He's working right now. He's working right now on this impossible Sunday. He's doing it right now. He's doing it for you. Praise him. Praise him. Because it's already done, he said. Praise him. Give him the praise. Now check it. I want you to check whatever it was. Check. Because he just did something for you. Check it. Move. Check. Check it out. He just did it. Come on. Move. Jump. Run. Whatever you have to do. Check it out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Whatever you got to do. He just did something for you. He just did it. Hallelujah. I want you to realize what God has just done. Come on. Move your arm. Move your leg. Turn around. Hallelujah. Go up. Go down. Check it out. Check it out. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you realize, if you realize that you what, what you were praying about, God did it. I want you to put a thumbs up. Thumbs up. I want you to, I want, I want, I want the devil to see. Hallelujah. That it doesn't matter what situation, God is here. Look, 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 let's try. We're gonna try to count the thumbs up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
Give him the praise. Come on, shout, shout, shout. Now, if you need the Holy Ghost, you can't get any more impossible than that. Speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But today is Impossible Sunday. So if you haven't received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues, I want you to come up closer, right up here, because you're going to get it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on up. Somebody that ready, you're ready to get, she's ready to get the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Anybody else? Anybody else? Hallelujah. Somebody else that need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus came to do. Hallelujah. This is what, it's Christmas. Jesus came to, hallelujah, to set the captive free. Come on, somebody else that need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on up. Bring somebody. If you know they need the Holy Ghost, grab them and bring them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Glory, glory, glory. Come on up. Come closer. 